You're listening to The Lovish Podcast, where we help Christian women of color go from feeling overwhelmed, invalidated, and unappreciated to boundary-enforcing, confident women embracing their unique identity and thriving according to God's word. In today's episode, we're talking about how to invest in yourself, paid investments, investments that you can participate in at home, and so much more. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. This episode is brought to you by the Pink Emerald Retreat. At this three-day intimate weekend retreat for boss babes, high-achieving career women, and recovering strong friends, you're gonna walk away with increased productivity, no more brain clutter, a customized plan of action for daily living and getting things done, a unique blueprint for your life, discovering your identity and purpose, and a stronger sense of peace without compromising your boundaries as you support and love on the people in your life. For more information, go to thepinkemerald.com forward slash retreat. Hey boo, how you feeling? Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. How often do you do maintenance on your car or your house? I like to personally switch up my decor seasonally and rearrange furniture because it just gives it like a fresh touch that inspires you. Um, So like I love to go to the beautiful aisles of Target and grab like Valentine's Day decor when it's that season or the fall decor or Christmas decor. I just love switching it up. But one question that I always have, (laughs) are you supposed to throw that stuff away when you're done? Do you hang on to it for a year or two? How long do you hang on to it? Do you donate it? Like what y'all be doing with y'all decor when y'all done? I don't know. You know, this is something new to me to hang on to things. So I guess sometimes I get rid of it and sometimes I keep it. But like when I watch all the YouTubers, girl, they got baskets on baskets of decor from the basement, but they still be buying more. So I'm low key like, do you just have like a basement full of decor? (laughs) I don't really understand how that works, but maybe y'all could tell me so that I can figure out what I'm supposed to do with the decor. But switching out your decor and changing around your furniture gives your room a fresh touch. And if you think about it, it likely inspires you. Like we don't necessarily like cleaning up unless, you know, it's therapeutic, then maybe you do like it. But once your space is clean, 
you're inspired and your home and your car last much longer when you intentionally care for it. So how much more your physical temple, boo? How much more? And your body is much more important than your home or your car. So y'all already know I am a words girl and we are going to define the word invest. What does it mean to invest? Invest is to have an expectation of a greater reward or outcome based on the initial seed. Thanks, Google. So what does that mean? An example is that a massage can be painful in the process. During the process, there are parts of the massage that feel really, really good, but other parts where it's like, ah, that hurt, right? So when we are in the process of having a massage, toxins are being released. And when the toxins are released right after the massage or during the massage, then you start to feel better. That's why the massage therapist always tells you, drink some water after your massage and you're offered water. And they tell you when you leave, drink some water so that your body can be restored. When we don't invest in ourselves, we break down like the car or the house. When we're not investing in ourselves, it's harder to control our attitude and our behavior because let's keep it real, we're burned out and we're irritated. Not only that, we struggle to invest in our relationships because we're irritated, because we're burned out. We don't want to be bothered. And so we a little bit snappy. <laughs> and then our relationships start to decline because we aren't meeting those expectations for the relationship. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say meeting the expectations for the relationship, just as a quick sidebar, on my Instagram, Cedahood, S-E-I-D-A-H-O-O-D, on Instagram, I have a video called Friendship Expectations. So Friendship Hierarchy, Friendship Expectations. Check that out, and then it'll make sense what I'm talking about when I say we're not meeting expectations. I'll link that in the show notes. Overall, we are just in a generally negative mood because we're not feeling good. That's why self-awareness is so important. It's so important to be mindful of how you are physically feeling because that is going to impact your attitude and how you view the day. No matter what age, economic status, color, sex, whatever the case is, you can and you should invest in yourself. The world of social media has opened us up to other people's lives so intimately. If we think about those older women that look amazing at like 70 and 80 years old and out here like benching to something, we like, dang, I want to look like sis when I get that old. <laughs> And the reality is, sis probably started investing in herself at the age that you are now. These are the women that are taking the time out now to invest in themselves. That's why they look good for the future, because they've been investing in themselves since they was your age, girl. All right, so let's break this down into three categories. Let's talk about investing in yourself, investing in your relationships, and then talking about investments that actually require money because not all investments require money. All right, sis, we about to pause right here to take a moment and check out this month's Media Queens. Girl, what you been watching? What you been reading? What you been listening to? Media Queens, what's up? 
What's up? What's up? What's up, Queen? How are you? I am reading school books this month, girl. School books and articles. If you follow me on Instagram, then you likely have been following my journey in this doctoral program. And sis, let me tell you, Lord Jesus, it's not a joke, honey. When I say there's a ton of reading, honey, there's a ton of reading. And it's actually <laughs> interesting reading, but a little bit frustrating because I love to read. So I don't really have a lot of time to read the things that I love reading. Anyway, I do always manage to squeeze in some movies or TV shows because I need something to take my brain off of like schoolwork and work. So this month I finished up The Handmaid's Tale and I am catching up on This Is Us. Do you watch The Handmaid's Tale or This Is Us? If you do, let me know, let me know, let me know. Um, most of the people that talk to me about shows and stuff talk to me on my Instagram page. It's just my name at Cedahood on Instagram. One of my friends and fellow movie lovers, shout out to Marquiana, recommended that I start Snowfall. Now, Sis and I have pretty similar tastes when it comes to books and movies. We do differentiate a little bit on some of the things that we're interested in. But for the most part, if she's like, oh yeah, this was a dope show, then it pretty much is. Like she put me on Game of Thrones and no lie, I'm pretty mad they took Game of Thrones away. Come back, come back. If you're listening, come back. <laughs> No, but I am going to start checking out Snowfall. So you let me know what it is that you're reading, what you are listening to in terms of even new podcasts to check out or music that you dig in this month. And let me know the shows that you guys are watching or who you're watching on YouTube. I would love to hear what you guys are into. Y'all can put me on something new. Investing in yourself could look like setting your space up to cultivate peace. Now, I know if this is a new concept for you, it might sound a little bit strange to think about this or to hear this, but what does it mean to set your space up to cultivate peace? Well, when I say that, what I'm referring to is first and foremost, thinking about what your style is. What is your style? Are you a minimalist? Are you somebody that's more of a traditional home look? Essentially, what I'm referring to is Higgy. And people define Higgy in a lot of different ways. It depends on your personal style and what elements you need in your environment that will help you to feel at peace. Some people like using salt lamps. Other people love candles. Some people like essential oil machines. I personally like candles during the day. But in the living room, I like to use an essential oil machine because my son is two and I don't want him to accidentally burn his finger by touching the candle or to accidentally knock it over and make a mess. In my bedroom, I like to use an essential oil machine at night because they turn off by themselves while I'm sleeping. So I get to have lavender scents floating throughout the room that help me to go to sleep. So what do you want in your environment to help cultivate peace? 
The next part of investing in yourself at home is to plan relaxation into your schedule. Now, girl, I know you're busy, honey. We all busy. I'm busy too, okay? <laughs> and realistically, that does not excuse you from the fact that you need to plan relaxation into your schedule. What I mean by that is naps, getting a good reset. There's nothing wrong with resetting your brain throughout the day. We turn our phones off or maybe we don't anymore, but you turn off the TV, you turn something off, you take the batteries out, etc. You do those things to kind of reset whatever machine you're trying to get to work again. So a nap kind of helps you to reset. Says do not underestimate the power of a good power nap, okay? It will help you to function throughout the rest of your day. Normalize adult napping. The next thing is reading. You want to maybe be intellectually stimulated. If that is something that your brain needs, maybe you need to read for relaxation. All of these things that you're doing, and maybe you feel like you've got writer's block or YouTube content creator block or whatever the case is, sit down and read. Take a nap and read. Maybe you want to do some bubble baths at home. I have a whole routine that I go through when I'm doing baths at home. I also like to do an at-home spa. I try to plan to do that every Friday, but I don't get to it some Fridays. And if I don't get to it, then I put it somewhere else throughout the next week. And girl, when we're talking about at-home spa, y'all gonna have to let me know if y'all want me to give y'all the inside scoop on all the things that I use for the at-home spa. Because it's not simply about running the water and sitting in the tub and that's it. Another way that you can invest in yourself at home is to allow yourself the space to simply exist and observe without judgment. And I know you're like, girl, that sounds like some different type of stuff. I get it. Hear me out. Allowing yourself the space to exist and observe without judgment means to simply be. You can be doing whatever you want to be doing during this time. However, I recommend sitting. Like you, even if you fall asleep, that's okay. That's what your body may have needed. So I went out of town two months ago to my friend's house. Shout out to Ashley. Hey girl, how you doing? And Ashley lives in this beautiful neighborhood and the back of her house faces a forest. The only other person that I've heard talk about this is China Lamani of the Lux Life podcast. She talks about how she feels closer to God when she's nearer to nature. And when I sat out on Ashley's balcony, it was so peaceful. It was just me and I had my phone and some music and the Holy Spirit was just speaking, pouring into me. And then there were times when I wasn't even playing music. I just sat and it was so beautiful and so nice to sit out and feel the breeze blowing and just look at the trees. There were no people out there. There was no talking. I'm so thankful to Ashley for giving me the space to simply exist when I visited her because she didn't even bother me. <laughs> when, when I was out there on the deck, she didn't bother me at all. I think she maybe asked me one time, did I want some tea, which I said yes to the tea. And I just sat out there and it was so nice to just sit and drink tea and exist. 
And we discount those moments and we feel like we don't have time to do that. But I'm telling you that it is imperative that you make the time to simply sit and exist. And it doesn't have to be this long drawn out time. Maybe you only have 15 minutes to sit. But just allow yourself the time and space to do that. I promise it's going to change a lot of things for you. Speaking of just sitting and existing, you have to take the time to rest intentionally and recharge. So the way that resting and recharging looks could be totally different. Your version of resting intentionally could be building power naps throughout your day while another person's version of resting intentionally could be getting eight to 10 hours of sleep each night. And honestly, girl, if that's you, I'm a little bit jealous of you, but it's okay, girl. And recharging could look a lot of different ways. I like to recharge with, of course, quiet time with the Holy Spirit, and then affirmations or meditating on the word. Now, I know we hear affirmations are like a buzzword. They're super popular right now. I mean, affirmations that are based in scripture. Affirmations like I'm a gorgeous woman and that's rooted in I am fearfully and wonderfully made or affirmations like I'm a confident bae. Shout out to confident bays listening. And that's based on Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I can rely confidently on God. That's the amplified version. Check it for yourself. When we're talking about resting intentionally, that's not just about sleep. It's also about resting your body and your mind mentally. So that's why I told you guys in the Media Queens this month that I'm usually carving out the time for TV or movies or something like that. Because one, that's one of the hobbies that I love. And then two, that is something that makes me rest intentionally. It's not something that I have to be 100% mentally focused. I don't have to be on, so to speak. And I can just sit and have quality time with whoever I'm watching a movie with. And I am enjoying myself because I'm also being intellectually stimulated, but not to the point where it's like a quiz or a test. So resting intentionally could be, I'm not going to clean the house today. I'm not going to make myself cook today when I just made meals all five days this week and worked and did five hours of hair for wash day because child wash day. Woo. So resting intentionally looks a lot of different ways. Maybe it's that you do stay home and you do all those things and you don't plan a weekend full of activities where you're outside of the house. As an introvert, I love to have weekends where I'm inside of the house, resting intentionally, engaged in things in my home. That is relaxing to me. You also need good sleep hygiene or routines and adjustments throughout the seasons of life that you go through. So what your sleep hygiene or your routine is going to look like is going to be different in a relaxed season versus a season where you have to hustle responsibly. That's going to be totally different. If you're new over here, we don't hustle hard in these streets. We hustle responsibly. (laughs) And what that looks like is resting intentionally, even if it's a hustle season. You can hustle and get things done, but you can be responsible with that hustle so that you're not burning yourself out for the next season. 
let's say you spray down your pillow with some sleep spray or pillow spray or sheet spray. You can get that from Home Goods or Bath and Body Works if they still sell it. Maybe you have a nighttime skin routine. If you are a person that likes to shower at night, you shower. Maybe your candle is lit. I really love helping women to set up their sleep routines, routines in general, but definitely sleep routines and calming routines. And so you want to think about that. What is it that you generally do when you are about to go to sleep? Do you just stop what you're doing, throw on a t-shirt and go to sleep? Are you the type of person to sleep in your clothes? If you are, girl, invest in some pajamas because pajamas just feel so soothing on your skin. <laughs> And that's not to say that I've never slept in my clothes. I just personally enjoy the fabric that they make pajamas out of, okay? And don't be afraid to adjust according to the season. Seasonal adjustments are okay and they're normal. Your life is not gonna look the same in January 2021 as it does in July 2021, most often. And that's because life happens and things shift from week to week, month to month, and you need to adjust it. What worked in January of 2020 when um, we were not in a pandemic to September 2020, it's going to be totally different because there was a ton of stipulations that were out at that time. So remember that you have to consistently be adjusting your routines to fit the season. Before we keep going, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor for this episode. Hey girl, did you know that statistics show black women have a higher chance of developing high blood pressure and other subtle life-threatening diseases? Not to mention the mental health diagnoses we don't talk about. As a licensed therapist, I talk to women both in and outside of my office about ways to take off the superwoman cape and be themselves. Being a black therapist, I know how culturally we're often pressured to set aside our own mental wellness to do what we have to do. Girl, I've been there and I've learned how to stop the cycle and now I teach other women to do the same thing inside of the Pink Emerald Collective. The Pink Emerald Collective is centered on three pieces, establishing our identity, providing you with practical strategies and solid connections with a squad. Take Shanetta, for example. She thought she didn't have the time or the money to invest in herself because she thought it meant taking up a lot of space in her schedule when she had a lot to do. She also thought it might mean spending a ton of money for something that would give her temporary or superficial results like a massage or a bubble bath. Now don't get me wrong, sis, that stuff has its place, but it's not gonna help you take off the cape and flourish in life. Shanetta was tired of putting herself on the back burner. She joined the Pink Emerald Collective and learned how to carve out time for herself, resting intentionally, making boundaries her bestie while loving on the people in her life. And she is now connected to a tribe of amazing women who value sisterhood just like her. 
Enrollment for the collective with the 14-day trial is now open. And when you join, you get access to our free bonus course, The Boss Babe Reset, a 30-minute bite-sized masterclass to help you reset your routines. So if you're tired of being put on the back burner and you're looking for a squad, go to thepinkemerald.com forward slash collective to join today. All right, let's talk about investing in your relationships. Let me just say this for the people in the back. Therapy saves lives, yours and theirs. <laughs> Seriously, though, sort out your ish. I And when I say ish, I'm talking about love-ish. I'm talking about trauma-ish. I'm talking about all the things, toxic-ish, all the ish that's in there. You need to sort it out. If you have never been to therapy, I would highly recommend that you go to therapy. If you've been to therapy, but you don't feel like you were connected to the therapist, I want to first and foremost encourage you not to write off the actual process of therapy. It could just be that you didn't connect with the therapist that was the right fit for you and your personality type. So don't write off therapy, even if you've tried it. And I hear people say a lot of times like, yeah, I tried therapy, but they only went four times. Going four times is not even really enough because in my practice, the first two sessions are spent doing what we like to call a biopsychosocial assessment. That's gathering all of your history. That's not even an accurate picture of who you are as a person now and what you are coming to therapy for. Next, go on family dates and vacations. Girl, you got to go on dates with your husband, okay? You have to go on your vacations because vacations save marriages, literally. You can choose to do a vacation that's extravagant or you can chill out and do a staycation. Whatever the case is, the most important thing is that you are investing in your relationship. Family dates and family vacations are super important. Even throughout my busiest seasons of life, I am always certain to schedule in time with my kids and time with my husband because those things are super important. If you guys follow me on Instagram, then you will see I share pretty often when we are out having lunch or what our favorite things to do together are. In having those family date nights or uh, husband dates and vacations, maintaining communication is absolutely key. And you have to maintain your communication when things seem to be flowing good and when they seem to be flowing not so good. And it's super important to stick it out because investing in your relationships can also impact your ability to invest in yourself. If you listen to the first episode of the Lovage podcast, I talked about how mental wellness, faith, relationships, uh, all of these things are compartmentalized into these different segments as though we are not whole entire human beings. And we're whole entire human beings with experiences that spill out on each other. So if they spill out on each other, then we need to be dealing with them as a whole. When I'm not in a good mood because I'm not investing in myself, that's going to spill into my personal relationships. And when my personal relationships aren't good, that's going to spill out into the work that I'm able to do in my career. We have to make sure that we're investing in our relationships and 
that we are actually keeping the lines of communication open. And if you are struggling with communication in your relationships, whether that be your marriage, your kids, your mother, your mother-in-law, your sister-in-law, your brother, your cousin, your auntie, your friends, whatever the case is, go to therapy. Go to therapy, figure out what you need to do for you first and foremost, because let's be real, we got some toxic traits too. And then after you do that, figure out how to cultivate or encourage communication in those relationships. Because again, one of the primary goals of this podcast is to encourage authentic conversations that help people to grow and their lives to be changed. If we think about all the experiences that we had and we were shaped by that could have gone 10 times differently if we had had someone to communicate with us when we were kids or even to communicate with us in a different way than what they did. You have to think about that and then you have to consider the outcome of choosing to communicate versus choosing not to communicate. And you have to fight through the desire to not want to communicate. Because again, if we're being authentic, we don't always want to talk. There's a lot of times we don't want to talk. And you have to push through that. And child, listen, I'll be the first to tell you, it is truly a fight. It is truly something that requires pushing through. If you want your relationships to grow and flourish, then it's something that you have to do. In doing that, you want to figure out what your love language is and what is your personality so that you can love for real, not just offer love-ish. And that just doesn't go for romantic relationships, but that goes for relationships with your kids too and your friends and figuring out how they like to be loved on. That's important because I could feel like I am loving on someone in their language and I am giving my all, but if it's not the way that they receive or interpret love, then it's irrelevant. It's love-ish. It's my half-hearted version because I didn't bother enough to invest in them and study them to see what they actually care about and what they love. For me personally, one of my love languages is gifts. And gifts requires that you know things about the other person. You have to know their personality type. You have to know the things that they're into. You have to know a lot about them. I could know that, yeah, they like perfume, but what brands of perfume? Do they like the body spray or do they like actual perfume? And if they do like actual perfume, but they have a picky nose, is it a certain favorite that they enjoy? What brings a smile to their face? All of that is about investing in your relationships and cultivating the type of relationship that you want. So this goes back to cultivating peace within your house as well. Winding down here, let's talk about paid investments. And when you first looked at this episode, maybe you thought the entire episode was going to be about paid investments, but nah, won't roll like that. First, we talk about practical investments. Then we go out and talk about paid investments. And it's not because I don't believe that paid investments are valuable, because I do. I just think that we have to look internally first and foremost before we go externally. And I just told y'all that my love language is gifts. So I love treating myself to gifts just as much as the next queen. So let's get into it. First type of investment in yourself is to budget. 
A budget is an investment in the woman that you are becoming. Remember, to invest means to expect a return off the seed that you sowed. So you're going to sow a seed in yourself for what he is calling you to do. You have to stop seeing it as something that is so rigid. And trust me, girl, I know because there are days and were days when my budget was totally jacked up. If you're not paying attention to your budget, if you're not paying attention to where your money is going, it's easy to fall into the trap to have like a jacked up budget. And then you're like, wait, what's going on? But you have to remember that a budget is an investment in future you that's taking care of you in the future so that you don't have all this extra stress for no reason. Because God gives resources and we have to manage those resources appropriately. Now, I've broke down paid investments into a couple of categories, physical, mental, and intellectual. For physical investments, girl, you already knew I was going to talk about massages, right? Okay, okay, all right. Get a massage. People think that massages are optional. Trust me, girl, they're not. You need massages. Massages will change your life. One of my goals as you know, a confident woman investing in myself was to be able to get weekly massages. I just thoroughly enjoy massages. I carry a lot of tension in my neck and my back. I work really hard. So I need to be able to take care of my body and regularly have the knots and things worked out. If you are somebody that lives in Illinois and you frequent the Western suburbs, I want to shout out my girl, Lydia, who is the owner of Doorway 11. Y'all go check her out. Doorway 11, Lydia Hodges. Let her know that Sita sent you. After massages is the gym. That's another example of a physical investment that is paid. The gym is, again, the same thing like a budget. It is an investment in the future you. So you go to the gym. You don't maybe see or feel anything except the pain unless you're in a regular routine of working out. When we work out, we are taking care of our bodies, similar to that house and that car example where the house breaks down if it's not taken care of. The car breaks down if it's not taken care of. If we think about a home that looks so gorgeous on the outside, but then when the appraiser comes to the home, he finds that the sump pump isn't working right, there's siding falling off, the foundation is crooked. There's like all types of things underneath the surface of the home. And that's because we take good care to look good when we're at work, when we're at church, when we're at friends' houses and stuff, but we're not actually investing in what is underneath. So massages, going to the gym, working out, that is an investment in your physical health so that you feel better, you function better. And again, we can look like those 70 and 80 year old women on Instagram flexing on us. <laughs> Another paid investment physically is visits to the chiropractor. I think chiropractors are often underestimated and undervalued. I've only been to the chiropractor a couple of times. I started going to the chiropractor before I got pregnant with my son, and it was highly valuable to get chiropractic adjustments. I do recommend going to the chiropractor as a preventative measure 
to help you with all of the benefits that come with getting adjusted. If you are a woman, for example, that is trying to have a baby, there's literally research that proves going to the chiropractor helps to improve your chances of getting pregnant. Investing in your mental health. We already talked about therapy. I'm just sort of throwing this in here as a paid investment because a lot of times if you see a therapist that you like, but maybe they are outside of the price range that you want to pay, you're not really seeing it for what it is. It's an investment in you rather than, okay, I don't want to pay all of this money for this thing. I guarantee if you're working with the right therapist, the work that you do will definitely outweigh the cost of what you had to pay for the therapy sessions. Another investment in your mental health to complement your therapy session could be online communities like the Pink Emerald Collective. That's a safe space for women of color where we talk about all these real life issues, where we have fun, where we pour into each other. It's just a place that you can communicate with like-minded women who understand what you're going through. So if you're a person that doesn't have a lot of support in your life, physically, like maybe you live in a place where there's not a lot of people around you that you're friends with or that you feel like you can trust. Having an online community can make such a huge difference in your mental health. Again, a paid investment. There's a lot of free communities, but I don't know if they offer as much value as some of the paid communities. So you would just have to weigh the value for yourself. Then I want to talk about an area of investment that a lot of people look over, and that is intellectual investments. We forget we want to invest in massages, we want to invest in the gym, we want to invest in vacations, and all of those things are good. But then when it comes to enhancing our intellect or doing things that will help move us to a better position in our careers, we're afraid to invest. And why is that? If we invest in all these other things, why do we now suddenly become afraid when it's time to invest in something that could help push you forward into your purpose? Career advancement programs. This could be going back to school or this could be an online program that someone teaches that will help you run things better. So for example, if I'm a person that sells t-shirts online, and this woman has a curriculum that teaches me exactly how to go from selling nothing to becoming a six-figure business selling t-shirts online. I should be okay if what she's offering is in alignment with my values, then I should invest in that. Yes, there's going to be some fear when you are doing investments in yourself because you're about to go to a different level, but the investment will pay off. Remember, an investment is just sowing a seed and expecting a return on the seed. Then you may want to invest in some mentally stimulating activities like an escape room. I love a good escape room, yo. Like... <laughs> My friends and family will tell you I love a good psycho thriller, but I also, I didn't say scary movie, sis. I said psycho thriller, but I also love escape rooms because escape rooms are really similar to the psycho thrillers that I watch. I love it because you have to be so 
observant of the things that are happening around you, of all the little clues, and you just gotta be intellectually stimulated and it's fun. And there wasn't really much of a category for this. Maybe it's falls in physical. I'm just gonna put it as your overall health, but eating well, nourishing your body. So not being afraid to spend the money on organic food if that's what your body needs. Eating more well-rounded meals because that's what your body needs. Fruits, vegetables, whole foods, fibers, just eating well. Good food nourishes the soul. So you want to nourish your body because you need energy from the food that you're eating so that you can do what you were created to do so that you can be your beautiful, confident self. I just want us to normalize personal investments so that you can have quality relationships. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and just overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Honey, let me tell you, this week I am loving Dr. Teal's bubble bath line. I've always been a fan of Dr. Teal's Epsom salt mixed with the essential oils. But when he released that bath line though, that is fire. So he has like a variety of different scents and smells like uh, pink Himalayan salt, lavender, eucalyptus. There are a couple other scents. I think there's like a shea butter and vanilla scent, but I'm not sure. My personal favorites are the lavender sleep bath with the melatonin. If he doesn't have the sleep bath in stock when I usually go to Target to grab it, I will get the Soothe and Soak, which is lavender scented. I also really love the Eucalyptus for relaxation. The bubble bath line is exactly what it sounds like, a luxurious bubble bath. This is part of my personal investment in myself and it only costs $5 a bottle. I told y'all it doesn't have to be super expensive and my daughter loves taking baths and so does my son. So I even buy the Dr. Teal's sleep bath for them too and they also love it. He just has like a whole line girl. You just got to check out his whole line of bubble bath stuff like got a whole bunch of relaxation things. For the kids, they have bath bombs that are also sleep bombs, bath lotion, bath body wash. It is pretty amazing and it does relax the senses. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Oh girl, in today's episode, we talked about different ways to invest in yourself at home, invest in your relationships, and then we talked about a whole bunch of paid investments. I also created some worksheets for you to help you find a therapist. You can look for those worksheets in the show notes. And we talked about investing in yourself as a complement to your therapy by joining some online communities. So for more information on investing in yourself and your relationships through online communities, I want you to go to thepinkemerald.com forward slash the collective. If you have about 90 seconds, pretty please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help the podcast grow so we can invite more women to have authentic conversations. 
If you leave a review, I want you to screenshot it and send me a picture to hello at cedahood.com so that I can send you a special freebie. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and I'll talk to you next time.